Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 111 of the Travelmation Podcast, where we talk about all things travel, Disney, and more. This week we have a special guest, Mr. Brendan Halcombe from Celebrity Cruise Lines, who specializes in cruise tours, sales, and marketing. And we are going to go deep on Alaska cruise tours. Now, unfortunately, I was in Disneyland during the recording of this episode, so I missed out on the conversation, but stay tuned. Tim and Christina do an amazing job, and Brendan, of course, the information he has to share is just incredible. Let's go. Awesome. Well, uh, we really are going to miss our buddy Austin. Very sad to hear that he couldn't make it with us this week, but we're going to we're gonna muscle on through. And um, Riccio, how's your week been? My week has been great. Um, just we're, you know, we're going to Disney yep. for Elias's first haircut. So I'm very excited about that. Um, but I'm really excited for our guest today. I'm excited to chat about this topic, which is very Me exciting. Too. It's it's unique. It's something that we haven't really spoken about yet on the podcast. So I'm here for it. Absolutely. Yeah, I w- we'll, uh, we're going to go ahead and introduce you our guest, and then we'll get into it. Me and Risa were talking about beforehand, but we actually have um, a very special guest from Celebrity Cruise Lines with us today. And we have Brendan, and I'm going to mess up your last name, so I'm going to have you correct me if it's wrong, but Brendan Halcombe. Is that correct? You nailed it. This is a rare a rare occurrence in the United States of America that people knock that out of the park. Congratulations and thank you. Well, we're just going to go ahead and wrap the episode. And um, just call we it. did it. That's right. So awesome. Well, thanks for being with us, Brendan. We're super excited to have you. Oh, it's so good to be here. Listen, anytime I got the opportunity to spend some time with some great travel partners, particularly those at Travel Mathan, who are such great partners with the Celebrity Cruises, really appreciate it because Alaska, Alaska cruise tours, packaging, there's so much opportunity there. If folks can get their hands around How do they talk to their clients about it? How do they educate and excite them? And that's what I hope to get into today. Yeah. So before we get into it, let's just go, let's start with the basics. Um, Your title is Cruise Tours Sales and Marketing Manager, and you specialize in Alaska specifically, right? Yeah, absolutely. I I deal almost exclusively with packaging. So my role within Celebrity Cruises is to take the incredible Alaska cruises that we offer. We got a few ships that are sailing that southeastern coastline of Alaska, all the glaciers and wilderness and wildlife and mountains uh, that you could want, but then package it with a two to six night land tour into the interior of Alaska to really explore so much more of what it has to offer. So my role within Celebrity Cruises is kind of packaging those two elements together uh, and working with our travel partners, working with our internal teams as to how we talk about it, how we excite people about it. Yeah. And then can you tell us a little bit about your journey just in the cruise industry in general and how long you've been in your current role? We want to hear a little bit about you. (laughs) It's forever. (laughs) I never never intended to be in uh, uh, cruising my entire life. It's, uh, I started out when I was 23 years old. Um, I, I worked on board for a decade. Uh, I started out on the celebrity millennium 2003. That was my first ship spent the next 10 years working between a number of ships, few different cruise lines. Um, and then seven years ago, I got asked to come into the office, into corporate, into Miami. 
Um, and so I came into this role then, and I've been working with Alaska and packaging ever since. That's in addition to from the 10 years that I was on board, four of them, I was almost exclusively cruising the southeastern coastline of Alaska. So through a particularly lucky uh, particularly lucky set of circumstances, I've spent uh, about the last 11 years now working exclusively with Alaska. And it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great, fun um, uh, topic to be a part of. Yeah, that's really awesome. I, you know, it's, it's a bit overwhelming when you start looking at all of the options and, you know, we're going to go through some of that. I even had a question. I told Christina, this was very timely because I was emailing a client today that's putting together a group um, for next year. And that's kind of a unique thing, right? About our podcast. So your audience is probably split 50, 50 of travel advisors versus, you know, just regular people who are consuming content and want good options of destinations to travel to. So it's a, it's a really fun split there, but, um, but yeah, we were talking about just like all of the options and they can be a bit overwhelming. Um, but just talk to us in general about Alaska cruises, like what makes you passionate about selling Alaska? What, what kind of drew you to that? And just unpack that a little bit for us. Well, I, I think what is exciting about Alaska uh, really comes down to four core elements. And this is something that I talk to travel partners about all the time. I talk to um, consumers about it all the time. When when you're thinking about going to Alaska, funnel it down to the core elements. What are the things that you got to experience mm. for this to be an amazing experience? Now, it may be whales. It may be that your buddy went there. It may be a TV show that you saw. But in most cases, when folks funnel it down, they'll find that the core elements are really four things, which is incredible wilderness, amazing wildlife, uh, amazing mountains and glaciers, wilderness, wildlife, mountains and glaciers. That's really the core of what most folks want to experience when they go to Alaska. Oh, yeah. and, and that's what's amazing about it. What's amazing about it is that you could be standing in six million acres of pristine and wild and wonderful land in Denali or in Kachemak Bay State Park where the volcanic eruptions have twisted to the land into these incredible formations. It's a place where you can be with wildlife in their natural habitat, have whales leaping out of the ocean in front of you, watching the salmon uh, spawn upstream as the bears hunt them, stand at the base of the tallest peak in North America and listen to glaciers as they crackle and calve uh, from the main uh, uh, from the main glacier, it's just the quintessentially natural destination. And if what you want is that, there is certainly no better place to experience that in North America. Yeah, no, I I actually just had a client who sailed with one of your sister brands and did a cruise tour, and I mean they they're ready to go back next summer. It was absolutely amazing. Um, cruise tour is probably a I would say an industry word. So do you want to explain to uh to the laymen out there, the the consumers, what what a cruise tour is? Give us the rundown of that because it's very oh, for sure. A cruise tour is just an industry term for combining a cruise to Alaska, typically a seven-night Alaska sailing. That's mostly what Alaska sailings are, with a two to six night land tour into the interior of Alaska. So when a travel partner or when a customer is thinking about 
going to Alaska, what typically happens is they start, they come to their travel partner, uh, they go to whatever resource they're coming to because they want to go to Alaska. It's not necessarily about cruising. It's not necessarily about cruise tour. So that's true. why that's why Alaska is one of, if not the strongest, what we call first to cruise markets. It's mm. people who have never been on a cruise before, but end up coming on a cruise. And the reason that is, is because they don't start out with the idea of cruise. They start out with an idea of going to Alaska. And what they find when they do some discovery and they look at these incredible destinations that are in some cases are landlocked, mm -hmm. in some cases are kind of difficult to get to. In some cases, there's you know difficult transportation in between it. What they find out is that the easiest way to explore Alaska is by a cruise. And hence, you get such an incredibly strong first-to-cruise market. So a lot of folks who just want to experience Alaska will end up coming on a cruise, which is absolutely fabulous. Um, typically, what they'll have is great you know, amazing wilderness, wildlife, mountains, and glacier experiences, as I mentioned, in the port of destinations along the way, and then also glacial scenic areas of cruising. That's one component of experiencing an amazing Alaska. But as I always say to folks, there is so much more in the interior of Alaska, and that is how we get to a cruise tour. Mm -hmm. Alaska is so big. Uh, that in order to explore it, in order to experience it, you have to travel pretty significant distances. Mm. It's not a place where you can kind of do it in a day or two or, you know, just as part of the excursions and getting off during the cruise if you want to go to the interior. That's why it's two to six right. nights. Alaska is over twice the size of Texas. Wow. So to experience that, you need to do some traveling. You need to spend some time. And what that two to six night land tour does is it allows you to explore the interior of Alaska, going to destinations like Denali National Park, staying mm -hmm. in great local lodges, traveling by rail. You take that and you package it together with the seven night cruise. So cruise and tour is cruise tour. But what's really important to remember is that in most cases, most of the capacity out there in the industry does not have the capability to do a cruise tour or a land tour with a cruise because most sailings do a round trip Seattle or a round trip Vancouver. Some sailings do what's called an open jaw sailing, mm -hmm. which is crossing the Gulf of Alaska, starting out in Vancouver and ending in Seward or Whittier. And they are the access points to the interior of Alaska. So you got to be on an open jaw sailing. And you've okay. got to be ending or beginning your sailing in in, um, in in Seward on the Kenai Peninsula because that creates the opportunity to go into the interior. That's all cruise tour is. It's an industry term to say, hey, you get to explore the coastline and you get to explore the interior of Alaska as well. It's so funny how you talk about it being an entry point for new cruising. I would I would imagine it's you guys probably see similar numbers for like a Mediterranean cruise. Cause to me, that's what I think about too, whether it's like a river cruise or a med cruise. Like we always talk about different places in Europe and right. it's like, I'd love to just go once and, you know, or go and only unpack one time, but see a lot of different <laughs> places. Right. Right. And so, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a taster, a, right. That's what's yep. great about it. It's a, it's a taster to see a lot of different destinations. Uh, Alaska is certainly a stronger, First, the cruise market in the Mediterranean. We have a 
yeah. uh, a lot of loyalty folks that, that, that tend to go there. But yeah, it's it's the ability to see lots of different places, you know, as part of as part of one experience. I think what's different for me when folks think about Europe and when they think about Alaska is just there's so much variation when you think about a European cruise. Like what do you are we it's like Western versus Eastern Mediterranean? Are you doing oh, yeah, the, the Baltic Coast, right? Or, the Baltic, or Greek like, yeah, Greek Isles. The, I know there's a million things. It's so there's true. There's a million things there. But Alaska, really industry wide, you're talking about one coastline. The yeah. southeastern coastline of Alaska between Vancouver and Seattle and the Kenai Peninsula and the variation of destinations that are there in glacial scenic areas of cruising. Now you can have a little more ports and a little less ports. Yeah. You can have a little more glaciers and a little less glaciers, but really that's the coastline that you're talking about and the experiences that you're talking about, mostly industry-wide. It is yeah. true that the the itineraries across the board for Alaska are all very similar. And I'm sure we'll get into that, but um, but yeah, it's it's interesting to see because you're right with Mediterranean cruises, like you can get the best bang for your buck by unpacking once and seeing three different countries. And then the same can be said for Alaska, but there's some inner workings that you want to see, and that's the best time to do the cruise. Always. Tour. Yeah. Always, always. And and this is what I would say to Again, travel partners or people that are thinking about Alaska. A couple things that you want to hit when you're just thinking about the cruise. This would be my kind of top three, top four. Now, I I add a caveat to that of one of the things that I think is most wonderful about the last five to seven years of being in the Alaska industry, let's call it, is that 20 years ago when I started out, Alaska was kind of like the retirement cruise, right? <laughs> it's it that's what so it was. True. It was yeah. like it was like, hey, you're you know you're you're done with life, and so uh, here go on this go on this cruise to Alaska, and that's kind of what it was. And it was a little Heaven's bit sad. Heaven's waiting because... room, as as we call it. <laughs> Heaven's waiting room. <laughs> and uh, you know, because it was this amazing place, uh, but that's how it was seen industry wide. And what's happened in the last kind of seven years or so is that it's become this incredible multi-generational destination of families go to have amazing natural experiences together. Not just kick it on a beach in the Caribbean, although there's nothing wrong with that, but to go and have amazing experiences together. And as I, you know, I say to folks, you talked about Disney, like Disney's amazing, don't get me wrong. But if you think that Mickey and the Magic Castle created a sense of wonderment in your young ones, try seeing them watch a 50,000-pound whale breach the ocean. Yeah, mm. That's yeah. the experiences that you have together going to Alaska. So what's happened over the last seven years or so is that a lot of the cruise lines have brought newer ships and some bigger ships with a, a little bit better hardware, right, uh, to Alaska. And that's really accelerated the industry to be a multi-generational family market because you know, uh, that's that's a lot of the time what families want. So putting the ship aside and putting the experience on board aside, which is obviously a crucial element of, of, of the decisions that are folks are making, I really think about Alaska in, four, in three or four terms. Number one, how many ports are you getting? Because although there's a lot of consistency in the ports that are visited, think Juno, Skagway, Ketchikan, Icy Strait Point, Sicker, et cetera, there are some itineraries that have two, maybe three ports. And there are some itineraries that have three or four or five ports. Yeah. Uh, so so as an example of Millennium, which does our open jaw sailings, that's a four port, one glacier itinerary. Juno, Skagway, mm -hmm. Ketchikan, Icy Strait Point, 
and uh, and glacial scenic area of cruising Hubbard. I think that's great. Great amount of ports, a solid yeah. glacier experience that covers it really nicely. Number two is, are you getting glacial scenic cruising? Not all itineraries do. Number of destinations to do that in Alaska. Think Glacier Bay, think uh, Hubbard Glacier, think Tracy on Field, Endicott on, but are you getting a glacial scenic area of cruising? Because not all itineraries offer that, and that's something that you want. And then the third is, is there scenic cruising through, quote, the Inside Passage or the Alexander Archipelago, which is these beautiful set of islands, and you can cruise among them, and it's really beautiful, and it's fabulous. They're the three kind of core elements, I would say, as part of an Alaska cruise. Are you getting the key ports and how many? Are you getting a glacial scenic area of cruising? And are you doing some scenic cruising through the Alexander Archipelago or the Inside Passage? Now, you may not have all of that, but you may have this amazing ship that you want to go on. And that's fine. But understand that you're giving up a little bit on some of those elements yes. in order to get on you know, the biggest ship in the world that happens yeah. to be cruising into Alaska. So what's really great about Celebrity is that we balance not those amazing experiences on board, but every single one of our cruises to Alaska uh, has inside passage cruising, has glacial scenic cruising. You know, we have a, a, a typically a four port, one glacier itinerary as part of what we're offering. So, really hits all the uh, hits all the, the nails. That's awesome. So, I actually just had two uh, two families go on the Millennium August fifth, and they did the northbound glacier cruise. I mean, I, you just like recited their cruise itinerary verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they did the post cruise tour 2A. So they got to do the, yeah. uh, they did uh, Denali Park Village. They got to do the Alaska Gold Rush history. And I yeah. mean, I think they've posted pictures every day since they got home. And like, they're still posting pictures and telling stories. And I mean, it's just everything that they have posted has been stunning. Um, and they were yeah. so nervous. It was their first cruise. There you go. Yeah. First time they've ever cruised. And, um, yeah. you know, they were they were nervous with entry protocols with COVID and this and that and whatever. And they just had the best time. Um, awesome. Awesome. But that, you know, that brings us to a good question. Pre-cruise tour, post-cruise tour. Like, what are your thoughts there? Do you have any recommendations? What do you think is better? Um, what are your thoughts on that? I think uh, I, I, there's not one that's better than the other. It's, you know, okay. a northbound cruise tour uh, versus a southbound cruise tour are the same experience. It's just going in a different direction. Now, certainly people do have preferences. Typically what I hear often in the travel partner community is, is that a southbound cruise tour with a land tour before the cruise is the ideal because it's kind of the hustle and bustle of a land tour that leads into relaxing onto the cruise down to Vancouver. That's uh, that's exactly. a preference. That's a, that's a perspective. It's totally legitimate, but it's a perspective. My perspective is something a little bit different, which is I like a northbound cruise tour because I'm not great at flying. <laughs> you know, I get on a plane, I'm immediately miserable. The longer I'm on a plane, the more miserable I'm get. <laughs> and, and and there's a little bit of acclimatizing for me after I get off. So when you think about a cruise tour, if you're doing a southbound cruise tour with a land tour before the cruise. You've got a longer flight, right? Because mm -hmm. you've got to get to Anchorage. You've got to get yep. to Fairbanks. If you right. get in the afternoon, the, the land tour starts the next day, 7 a.m. So there's not a lot of time between, hey, getting off that plane and the land tour starting 
the next day. There's some acclimatization that's needed there. Now, if you're great at acclimatizing after flying, all good, but there's some that's needed there. On a northbound cruise tour with Atlanta after the cruise, number one, you're flying to Vancouver, which is a shorter flight. Yep. And number two, you know, what's the first day of every cruise that you've ever been on in your entire life? It's a government sanctioned nap, right? It's a sea day. So you have that time to acclimatize on the cruise up to Seward. And then, you know, you're, you're fresh and ready to go when you get off and, and do the land tour and fly home from Anchorage or Fairbanks. So I prefer northbound. Lots of folks prefer southbound. You know, I, I, it really is a preference thing. You, you're going to get the same experience uh, whether you're going one way or the other. I would always say, like, don't lock yourself into a northbound or a southbound. Start out more with what is it that I want to experience? How long do I have to go to Alaska to have an amazing experience? And then look at availability of certain itineraries, whether it's northbound or southbound from there. You know, Brandon, I think you just... I think you just changed my mind. I've always, I always thought to do the land because it's go, go, go more. And then to relax on the cruise afterwards, but you might've just changed my mind on that. Wow. Listen, it's, I, I, I feel honored that I can change someone's <laughs> mind. That's uh, but it, 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 for me, again, it, it's a preference thing. Yeah. You kind you kind of go with what's there, but yeah, I am so, so happy to hear they had amazing experiences in the interior of Alaska because they are like amazing experiences. Um, you know, the opportunity to see the tallest peak in North America. You know, people think about Denali. They think about, you know, formerly Mount McKinley. It's amazing, but it's over 160 miles from any port destination in Alaska. If you want that opportunity, you've got to do a cruise tour. Right. If, you want, if you want more opportunities for the big five of wildlife, the moose, the caribou, the grizzlies, the doll sheep, and the wolves, that's predominantly in the interior of Alaska. It's an elevated Alaska experience um, on a cruise tour. When you think about wilderness, you know, it's incredible on the cruise. If anyone's ever been to uh, Kachikan and flown amongst the misty fjords surrounded by the Tongass National Forest, that's an amazing wilderness experience. But Denali is in the interior and Kachimak Bay State Park is in the interior. Katmai National Park is in the interior. It's just more of all of those quintessential Alaskan experiences. Yeah. And that I think is the role of the travel partner to, to put it out there for the client to educate and excite them and say, look, it's there. And if what you're looking for is the once in a lifetime Alaskan experience, then you should think about doing the cruise tour. Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you kind of got into this a little bit because it does seem like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And if you had to choose, if you were only going to do this once in your life, do you have a favorite itinerary? Um, I do have a favorite itinerary. Oh, cool. But what I would say is this. <laughs> a lot of folks ask which cruise tour. A lot of folks ask when to go to Alaska. Mm -hmm. And my answer is always the same. It's not one thing. What it is, is a recognition that Alaska is amazing. But it is also the quintessentially natural destination. The bears will be there if they want to, and they won't if they won't. And the clouds will rise from Denali, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. But the yeah. longer you go to Alaska for, the more opportunities you create for yourself for those magical, natural moments to happen. So true. So it's less about when is the best time to go to Alaska or what is my favorite itinerary. It's more about when do you have the most time to go to Alaska? 
yeah. because that's going to give you the best opportunities for those experiences. So that's kind of where I, I, I redirect the conversation when folks are asking me what they should do and how they should do Alaska. For me, it's how much time do you have an amazing experience in Alaska? Because different parts yeah. of the season give you different things, right. right? You can go in May and that's great because there's less people there and and the salmon are starting to spawn, the kings are starting to spawn in May, and that's attracting some of the bears, and that's awesome. As you get into June, right, you get summer solstice on June 21st. That's 22 hours of sunlight in Anchorage, uh, oh exclusively sunlight in, in Fairbanks. You know, you're talking 65 degrees. It's really nice. As you move into the back end of the season in the fall, you have full foliage, mm-hmm. which when you think about the tundra and the taiga of of Denali National Park turning a burnt orange. It's beautiful. And if you're in middle of August or later of going into Fairbanks, then you have opportunities for Northern Lights. So right. different parts of the season give you different things. But it's, hey, when do you have the most time sure. to experience as much of those as you can? Did, so I, cool. did I sufficiently avoid your question? <laughs> you did. That's okay, though. It's so, but great. it's so true what you say, because I mean, I had clients who went to they did an Alaskan cruise tour. They just got back a couple weeks ago. And like, they did have some weather. There was some yeah. there was some weather while they were on their cruise, but they really enjoyed that tour. Um, yeah. Because they had wonderful weather. And they, you know, they were really able to, to get the most out of it. So I understand what you're saying. I also have clients who are going on their honeymoon in, uh, in October to see the Northern Lights. So they're, awesome. you know, so they are, you know, they're doing it a little bit differently where they're really focusing more on the land portion rather than the cruise, but that's what they wanted. And that's what we Absolutely. have to remember with our, with our clients for sure. Yeah. It's all about the discovery, finding mm-hmm. out what, 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 you know, what, what presses the buttons for them and, and how to get that experience for them. hundred percent. Absolutely. Well, Brendan, we've got time for one more question. And if somebody Googles Alaskan cruises, they're going to get tons of options, tons of different, you know, companies that, you know, obviously they could book any one of those. When you think of it, what's the one or two things that sets celebrity apart aside from what we've already mentioned with the itineraries? Yes. But what is... What is it for you that that should push people over to the the ledge to get you know to go towards Celebrity Cruise Line when choosing their Alaskan tour? For sure, uh, awesome question, and and thank you for asking it. Look, when it comes to the cruise, uh, it's our it's it's a, a new luxury experience on board. Now I've got into all the itineraries, so you certainly know what I think about that. But having a new luxury experience on board, being able to explore the wilderness during the day while the cruise and then come back to a a new luxury celebrity ship in the evening is just fabulous on the land tour it really comes down to three things which is lodges service and transportation um with celebrity we're always thinking about one thing where is the most amazing destination that we can take our clients to in the interior of alaska we start with what's going to knock it out of the park and then we select the finest available property in each of those destinations that are close to local communities and key areas of interest. So think about Alieska Lodge, the most luxurious property anywhere yep. in Alaska. Think about Talkeetna Alaskan Lodge. Many of these are great local mm-hmm. properties that are close to key areas of interest and are in the most amazing destinations. That's number one for us. Number two is that we are a fully escorted experience. Now, the industry standard 
is what's called a representative-led experience. It means basically clients go into the interior of Alaska, they're met by a rep, they help right. them check in in the morning, they go to a bus, on the bus there's drivers serving double duty as both the driver and the narrator. On a celebrity cruise tour, they fly into the interior of Alaska and they're met by one person, a dedicated local tour guide. And they'd introduce them to a dedicated motor coach driver. And then they show them a dedicated deluxe motor coach. And there's about 44 persons on board that motor coach. And the driver is doing the driving, of course, and, and transporting the luggage from the motor coach to the hotel rooms. And the tour director is narrating. They're getting the keys. The guests don't have to check in, making recommendations. It creates a seamless, amazing experience as you're traveling through the interior of Alaska. And then finally, transportation which is, I talked about those luxury motor coaches, but rail travel, mm. so important, right? In the interior of Alaska. Now, what folks may or may not know is there's lots of different classes of rail carriages that exist in the interior of Alaska. There's amazing ones, there's good ones, there's okay ones, there's fine ones. But we simply use amongst the very best that's there. It's called the Wilderness Express Rail Carriages, 80 persons up top, luxury wide, well-apportioned leather seating, those beautiful glass-domed rooms. Domes. So, oh. Right? On the, the gorgeous. The photos of those just look incredible. Oh, my goodness. Such a great go. way to travel. And every single one of our Alaska cruise tours includes a segment on board the Wilderness Express. Some of our cruise tours have multiple rail segments. One of our cruise tours travels almost exclusively by rail. So when you think about, hey, a lot of different options out there. A lot of different people are offering it. What's different about a celebrity cruises cruise tour is a new luxury experience on board and lodges and service and transportation during the land tour. That's amazing. amazing. Awesome. I love it. This is great because this is just something that not many people talk about. And I feel like Alaska is one of the rarer itineraries. So this is something that I hope Hope we can get out there and get people to to really think about Alaska because it's it's truly beautiful. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, right. Thank you. You got it. Thank you so much for the opportunity to talk to uh, uh, the Travel Nathan partners and then also people who are interested in the Alaska product. I, I, I as I always say to everyone, we'd love to take you to Alaska with celebrity cruises, but above all else, just go, mm. go <laughs> yeah. to Alaska because yeah. you will not regret it. It is an amazing destination. That's right. You got to get out there. Go gotta see it. Get out there. Yeah. Thank awesome. you, Brendan. Thanks, Bye, Brendan. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of the Travel Mission Podcast. Listen, if you had a great time listening, felt like you got some good travel tips, go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss an episode every single week. Also, feel free to share these episodes. If you have friends going to these destinations that need a little help, go ahead and share or tag your favorite Travel Mation agent. And if you really want to love on us, leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. It would mean so much to our team and just continue to help us do better serving you. Thanks so much.